Hey guys, welcome to the Professional Development Podcast. Today's episode 92. Uh, we're shooting the shit today. Uh, we're going to, you know, address obviously the the horror story that is the mass shootings that just happened. Um, but on, you know, a little bit of a lighter note, we discuss Airbnb parties, you know, how they're running rampant and just affecting my sleep, uh, the job market, and our monkeypox, the hot new STD. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think. Thanks. Hey guys, welcome to the Professional Development Podcast. Today's episode ninety-two. Uh, we're gonna shoot the shit. We're gonna talk a little about a little bit about current events and what's going on in our uh, our lives. Um, one thing we did want to address um, is, you know, obviously there. Um, it was yesterday the the mass shootings that happened. A lone gunman entered a Texas elementary school and opened fire. Uh, killed 19 kids, two adults, uh, essentially is the deadliest school shooting in in almost a decade. Um, For this, no politics, no sides picked here. Uh, We're not fucking with that, but we feel like everybody should address this because it's a fucking tragedy, uh, no matter which way you cut it. Um, There's an issue happening here, you know, whether we talk about, you know, whether it's gun control, mental health, or something else that we don't yet understand. But things like this, uh, we feel like shouldn't be hidden just because they're very uncomfortable to talk about. Uh, so, you know, again, we just wanted to address it. Obviously, um, the families of all those people um, that are affected by this are, are in our thoughts. Um, and then we'll probably just leave it at that. Uh, so I have, well, I know we say no politics and stuff like that, but there was the guy, uh, so Steve Kerr, head coach of the Warriors, had uh, a little bit of a, they asked him about last night's game and leading up to that. And he, I don't know if you saw his whole rant that he had about it, um, mm-hmm. about they're just obviously, and like you said, like something just has to change. Um, like you said, whether it's a conversation around mental health or whether it's gun control, but I even think it's weird. It, and I don't know why my brain goes this way, but the, have you ever watched, uh, do you watch Black Mirror? You ever watch those episodes? Yeah. There's an episode where, this the Topher Grace, if you know that actor, he's he was like he played like one of the villains in Spider Man. I can't remember what else this dude is in. He was that '70s show guy. Yes, yes. that '70s show guy. Yep. He is in, in in an episode of Black Mirror where he is essentially like Mark Zuckerberg, and he turns on what's called God Mode, where he can see what is happening in every single person's phone through their camera, and it just makes me think about because so Shelby was looking up some of. Uh, what had happened yesterday, um, this morning, and this guy posted on Facebook that he's like, "I'm going to and shoot." This is my- obviously like near and dear to everybody, but specifically Shelby because she's a, a school teacher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, apparently, this gunman, 18 year old kid, had set posted on social media saying, "I'm going to shoot my grandma." Posted on Facebook after he shot his grandma, then proceeded to crash his car posted to Facebook and said, I'm going to shoot up an elementary school. I don't know if it was exactly those words, but you have this, something like this happening on social media and you just wish that in the moments where social media is mostly perceived as a bad thing because it is mostly a bad thing and can fuck with a lot of people's mental health and people get stuck scrolling and all this stuff. Um, You almost wish that there were moments where Mark Zuckerberg could turn on this God mode type deal and then track these people down and stop some of this before it actually happens which makes me feel like there it's like the movie minority report where they stop crime from happening before it was supposed to happen so i don't know i it's super upsetting to hear something like this happen and you know it wasn't really until i started 
dating Shelby over a year ago that I thought, okay, now someone that I really love and care about is working in a school. And there's been, I can't remember what the number is of school shootings that have already happened in 2022, but I can't think of, I mean, I think it was somewhere around like 60, 70 school shootings. I'd have to look it up if Sal would actually do his job. He could tell us sure, this. Of course. But I can't really think of too many other ones that I've heard of. And it's the narrative of, uh, oh, thoughts and prayers, put the flags at half mass. Oh, this really sucks. Thoughts with the families, but then nothing ever changes. So I don't know what needs to happen, but it is a bummer. And I hope that we uh, we see some change here soon. 100%. Yeah. Um, so on a lighter note, and you were talking about Shelby, you um, you just moved. You just drove from New Orleans up back up to St. Louis, right? Yeah, we so we got uh, we got Shelby moved to St. Louis. She is now uh, officially a St. Louisan. She would kill me if uh, she heard me say that, and she probably doesn't even listen to the pod, so she won't hear that anyways. We can say all sorts of shit, but uh, <laughs> her family was awesome in getting her all all moved here. So we went. I was in New Orleans from Saturday until uh, yesterday when we started the drive here early in the morning, and her dad was instrumental in getting the U-Haul packed up. Had a twenty foot U-Haul. That thing was packed to the brim, and he was. Tetris master, getting everything in there. Um, I think Shelby and I might have killed each other if uh, he was not involved. But yeah, she's here, man. She's I think she's at Target right now and she's shopping and she wants ice cream. So I told her seventy five starts here, seventy five hard starts here in a couple of weeks, and yep. that will be no longer. Get it out now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think I will ever move. I mean, fuck, dude. I moved uh, a mile. Uh, about a year and a half ago, <laughs> two years ago, whatever it was, and I used movers. I will never, ever, ever not use movers again because of how fucking unbearable it is to just everything about the packing. The packing's so tedious and I fucking hate it, but like even like everything about moving, I just hate it. So did you so did you have the movers pack up all of your shit too and you were just like, these things need to go to bo- in boxes, these things need to go in boxes, or did you actually have to physically pack some of it? No, no. Um Full transparency, I just paid my mom to do it. (laughs) That's epic. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's a fucking strength of my mom's. And honestly, if I was there helping her, she'd just get pissed the fuck off anyway. So, uh, so yeah, Judy Judy took one. Shout out to Judy. Oh, yeah. She's a fucking saint, 100%. Um, So, speaking of Judy, so she cleans, uh, she cleans as like a part time whatever. She's tired or retired, uh, my Airbnb. Uh, and, uh, last night, dude, I'm tired as fuck right now. I got woken up by my tenants last night because they, the upstairs tenants in my duplex, the downstairs people decided to throw a rager on a Tuesday night. And I guess this is like Airbnb parties, like especially for kids are just running rampant in St. Louis right now. And like the Wash Ave area is trying to shut them down from happening. So I get a, um, I get a text from uh, Parker, my guy upstairs, really cool dude, uh, young guy, pretty relaxed, right? And he's like, hey, they're being pretty fucking loud downstairs. Um, could you have them quieted down? So I texted this girl, nothing. Um, texted her again, called her, texted her. And then finally, I was like, well, this will probably spark something. I was like, if I don't hear back from you in five minutes, I'm just going to call the police on the place. And nothing. And it's like, so I, I was like, fuck it. I don't want to actually call the police right away. So I just like got out of bed, got dressed and went over there. And there was a, I mean, dude, there was like, it's a two bedroom house, 1200 square feet. There was like 40 fucking people in this this house. And so (laughs) at first I just saw three kids, right? When I say kids, they're probably like 18, 19 years old. I saw three kids uh, on the sidewalk and they were uh, walking up to the house. And then 
when they walked up, some guy answered the door and I was like, hey man, I was like, this is my place. I'm like, parties aren't allowed, like pretty whatever. I'm like, where's Jasmine? And he's like, uh, my bad, dude, we didn't know. And he's like, um, let me grab her. And he opened up the door and then just this mother, this cloud of smoke just blew out of there. <laughs> and it smells, uh, it smelled like a fucking Wiz Khalifa concert, dude. <laughs> it was, um, so at that point I just walked in and I was like, everybody out. All right, guys, like guys get out. And like a couple people started walking to the door. And then I said, all right, well, leave or not, but the police are on their way. So you can decide what you want to do. And then they fucking booked it. Like every single one of them. Cause they were underage. Like they were like barely, if not even graduated from high school. And, uh, they took off. And most of them, when they're getting out, were pretty respectful. But there was like a couple like lingering around that were like yelling and screaming and yelling, fuck the police and fuck you, white boy. And I was just like, God damn it. I was like, I didn't, that, whatever. But uh, I mean, you are a white boy. Yeah, yeah it is true. Yes, I am. But uh, it was besides the like three or four that were yelling shit, like at the end, like I said, everybody was super respectful. But um I ended up having to call the cops anyway because they wouldn't leave and like they didn't even return the key that I had. Uh, obviously, if everyone, if all of them just uh, ran out. But um, other than that, wasn't bad. I was I was in and out in like you know twenty five thirty minutes. So all of them, all of them left, including the gal who rented the Airbnb. I didn't even see, yeah, I, I didn't even see her. You know what I mean? Like I, I mean, I'm sure I did at some point, uh, but there was forty people and I couldn't tell who was who. So you, so if I guess if you're 18, you can rent an Airbnb. Is that right? Uh, actually, that's a good question. I don't know. I think you have to be. No, it probably is 18. Like that makes sense to me. But the thing is, these what these kids are doing is like they're you know back in the day. Like, and that's why I'm not even mad at them, right? Like, we used to throw fucking ragers at hotel parties. You know what I mean? And so we do one of two things: we either get an adult that didn't give a shit to like put it under their name for us or we would use a fake ID to have it under our name. And so I'm guessing they did one of those two things whenever they booked it. Um, and like I said, it's like, I didn't even necessarily care about parties, but I have tenants upstairs, there's quiet hours. And then obviously smoking in the house is an absolute no. I, so I can say this as someone who, like whenever I did part, like we went to parties in high school, I was not like a huge partier in high school. <laughs> But we never did anything in the hotel. It was always whose parents are out of town. Um, but the Airbnb, I shoot, I guess if you're 18 years old and you can book something like that, just tell them, oh, yeah, I'm going for a sleepover over at Matt's. And then you just go rage at an Airbnb. I guess you can do shit like that. Well, it's also, you know, and we're, we're talking about this a lot, but and if there's any young kids out there, I'm probably just just encouraging this at this point. But it's like it makes sense because you pay a hundred bucks, less than a hundred bucks. And it's not just a, uh, what should I call it? Like a, a hotel room, right? It's like, you don't have to worry about security there. It's like, you get a place to yourself. Typically it's multiple bedrooms plus other living areas. You know what I mean? It's like massive fridge. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's got a basement down there. So it's like perfect party spot. Again, I get it. I understand <laughs> why you would do it, but don't fucking do it in my place. <laughs> and so they only booked it for one night? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's it. Well, that, it, I mean, it's, and a Tuesday night of mm -hmm. all, like, Gradu I'm just thinking graduation, of what else was going on. Graduation's just, like, has been, like, it's right around now. So, high school graduation. So, it probably a pseudo-graduation party, if I had to guess, uh, for the kids just letting out of school. Oh, well, good for those kids, I guess. Yep. Um, what else we got? So, oh, uh, job market update. Uh, 
so most people know by now, um, if you've been looking at the job market whatsoever over the past year and a half, the uh, great resignation. Well, they're doing studies now saying that um, many people who just quit their job during the great resignation are quickly itching to quit the new job. Uh, uh, Grant Thornton did a survey of about 5,000 employees. So 21% of American workers took a new job in 2021. Um, already, 40% of that 21% are looking again. Uh, LinkedIn data showed that people having their jobs after being there less than 12 months rose by 6.5% this year. I mean, my thoughts, you know, it's a candidate's market. It's a very candidate-driven market. And it's like, I get it. Why not take advantage of this? But the reason behind it is because people were making the move for the wrong reasons. It's okay to make a move and have money being a factor, but when it's the only factor, right? And especially if people, like employees know, employers know that they're overpaying you, they're going to get that money out of you some way, shape, or form for the most part. So it's like, I don't care if people want to fucking get their bag and make money, but it's like, make sure the other factors, like if the cultural fit's not there, or if it's not what you want to do, you're going to end up right back in the job market in less than 12 months, apparently, according to LinkedIn. Yeah, I, it, I've been feeling this, especially with recruiting. Uh, numbers went down for a little while there as far as number of applicants that we had. And now they seem to be trending back upwards. But uh, like you said, it is a candidate's market. We're pretty much just, I feel like I'm being interviewed whenever we are, uh, I'm sitting in there and talking with these different folks. So uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, I hope things start to change a little bit, but for the most part, I just feel like it's, is this a good fit for that person? And hopefully we make the right decisions and find good hires. But yep. it's it's kind of shitty right now trying to find good people. It is. It's, it's very tough to, to find good people. So what else we got? I know we had a handful of topics um, to talk about. Did you want to hit on any of them in particular? Well, there are some, well, a couple things. You have uh, Albert uh, Albert pitched, obviously, a couple weeks ago. Yachty got in there and got to throw some innings after the Cardinals were up 18 to nothing uh, on Sunday. So I know Sal put together a couple things for us to that we can wrap on. And that was, I mean, pr I was not watching it live or anything like that, but Yachty also gave up two home runs just like Albert did. Um, and uh, now, <laughs> now you can say, well, I mean, you got Albert pitching, you got Yachty pitching. Now they're saying the only thing that would make this better is if Wayno got behind the plate and caught an inning yeah. uh, closer to the end of the year. Right. So we'll see what happens with that. But, I mean, it's good to see the Cardinals blow some people the fuck out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was cool to see Yachty throw. Wouldn't it be cool if there was an added element to baseball? And I know they're trying to do all these things, like, for baseball to, like, liven the game up. Wouldn't it be cool where it's just, like, there's like one random inning where you had to just have like a non-pitcher pitch or just somebody that knew nothing about that position actually play that position. I think once you start doing that, you start getting into this turning into basketball. Mm. If, if you've ever watched that. It's a great fucking sport, you know? Speaking of, well, speaking of basketball, there's actually, I can't remember who it is, but there is a, there's a business or something like that. And uh, I'll have to look this up, but there is a basketball tournament that is going to be happening somewhere in St. Louis. And I looked at it and I'm I'm going to be out of town. So I hope that it happens again. Uh, but it's happening somewhere in St. Louis where they're gonna have a they're gonna have a basketball league. So uh or a basketball I, I, tournament. I might, so I might be able to find out. I mean, we can obviously find out who's running that, but uh, a buddy of mine who's actually doing a lot of work here in St. Louis, 
but it lives out of KC. is named Luke Wade. And so he runs uh, a handful of companies, one of which is called KC Crew, and they're the largest like, um, like rec sports organization. Everything from like softball, basketball, um, volleyball to like karaoke, like leagues down there, you know, darts, bags, like you name it. They have like tens of thousands of people that compete in their leagues every year. Well, he held a basketball tournament and actually got Squeak to, yes, Squeak from basketball (laughs) to actually show up to the basketball tournament. Um, He's doing, I I doubt he's, he's not really doing anything like sports related here, but uh, does it say who it's held by? So it looks like it's held by UpDown. It's going to be at UpDown STL and it looks like it's partnered with Four Hands on October 2nd. Okay. Uh, so actually, and this may be a different one than I originally saw because I feel like I could be in town for that. But if that's the case, we should absolutely put together a basketball team. I don't know. Teams of what? Yes. Uh, let's see. It is each team must consist of three to nine players and include both men and women. Three players will take the defensive court at a time. No contact, either direct or indirect, is prohibited, but everything else is fair game. And if you've ever seen basketball, yeah. you know, that's obviously throwing out some insults. Probably want to avoid racial slurs and things like that. But, you know. Oh, in this, in this, I fucked your in sister, this climate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, it looks like, uh, yeah, that would they be had fucking, all the rules here. That would be fucking sweet. And Dan always always brags about how he's an athlete and can play every sport. So getting him on a basketball court would be pretty amazing. I think this should be 100% something that we do as a, uh, as a podcast. I'm in, I'm in. Um, so monkeypox is a thing. So I saw that, uh, on his list of things. And honestly, I had not heard anything about this until, until Sal put this out here. So yeah, I don't know. I, I had chicken pox when I was a kid. I didn't know monkey po- I don't know what how monkey pox happens. So, like, a couple of my buddies joked around about it, and, and I hadn't read into it, but it was like, oh, fuck. All right, here we go. Another another pandemic, another whatever. We're going to be staying home. Um, so I looked it up, uh, just like a, a bit of it. It's, the, the quote is, this is not COVID. So you're probably going to, uh, you're probably not going to get monkey pox from someone by brushing past them at a grocery store. Uh, and that's from the CDC official, Dr. Jennifer McQuiston, uh, explained. So it's spread through continuous physical contact with a person who has an active rash. So realistically, it's just do what see you know what people normally do, and don't fucking rug rub up against people who have any type of rash on them, whether it's monkeypox or anything else you can think of. So, <laughs> well, I, it, it says here, uh, in some cases during the early stages of illness, the rash has been mostly in the genital and I don't know this word perianal perianal peri. peri I, I, when I say it like that, I'm like yeah, that's the butthole region. Is it? Um, is it a butthole? What is it? How I don't do you, know. How do you spell it? P e r i a n a l. Peri- perianal area, said Dr. John Brooks, the CMO of the CDC's Division of HIV AIDS Prevention. It is around the anus. Oh, okay. Situated well, or affecting. So this isn't this is an STD. Just say the, this, this is an monkey STD. Monkeypox is absolutely an STD. So why do they call it monkeypox? Like why? This is weird. Is like is this like the AIDS thing where they thought like when AIDS came from fucking monkeys? Fuck. So I mean, <laughs> monkeypox is seems like I mean I don't know. It had to come from monkeys, right? I mean, so it says here that monkeypox got its name in 1958 when two outbreaks of a pox-like disease occurred in colonies of monkeys kept for research. So, 
it, I think it just feels like they're just carrying this name on for some reason. I don't know. If we look at, like, you know how Clorox, uh, whenever, before COVID mm-hmm. came out, it, it had things listed on there, like what it could, what it could help prevent. And coronavirus was literally on, like, the Clorox bottles. Did you know that? No. It says, it oh, says to, I did see like, that. use Clorox wipes to help prevent, like, spread of coronavirus, yeah. which is the weirdest thing that it, knew about that because apparently this wasn't a thing until 2020. No, but there was there was uh like there was different strands that just obviously weren't like they knew about like it had been a thing until Bill Gates 19. released it. It was just <laughs> 19, yeah. And, the, and then the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pandemic. Um so yeah, maybe there's something on Clorox wipes that says to prevent monkeypox, I don't know. Yeah. So basically um all we need to know about monkeypox is that, like, next time you go get tested for an STD, there's just going to be an, another box that might get checked. <laughs> hopefully, and hopefully it's monkeypox. And hopefully it's monkeypox. <laughs> um, um, but anywho, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's all we have. I'm good for this. Uh, looks like we're good on time, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. If you have any questions. Uh, you can email us. Best way is to hit us through Instagram. Make sure you follow us on there. Uh, we've got a Facebook group. Subscribe on every major platform. And if you like any of the content uh, or podcasts that we're putting out, please leave us a review. Um, Otherwise, yeah, we appreciate you guys tuning in and we will see you next time. Later. Deuces.